Brandon Brands. Hey there, on this week of Brands on Brands on Brands, it is Brand Truth. What makes your business different? Check it out. In a world where advertising is ignored, business is exposed, and the only constant is change, how do you build a brand that matters? Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands, a home for those who think different and push their boundaries. This is where branding that matters lives. Now, here's your host, Brandon Berkmeyer. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Brands on Brands on Brands. I'm Brandon Berkmeyer, your personal marketing coach, and I believe that building brands that matter is the only way for a business to thrive tomorrow. I appreciate you tuning in. Your time is valuable to me and I want to connect with you. If you haven't been, if this is your first time listening to the show, thank you. But you can also go to brandonbrands.com and connect with me. You can reach out directly to me via Facebook Messenger with a button right there on the website, or you can join the community. Uh, We have entrepreneurs just like you that get together in a Facebook group, and I connect with them, and we work out our problems in our business and move how to move forward. You can find that at brandonbrands.com forward slash community. Now, let's get into what we want to talk about today. Brand truth, unearthing what makes your business special. What? Why are you unique? Why are, why are you different? What's special about your company? Why did you start this thing in the first place? I'll remind you, in the eyes of the customer, a brand is defined by their truth or identity, the image that's out there for them to see, and that connection built with them over the time. So that's their truth, their image, and the brand love, which brand love will be covered on the next one. Brand image will cover on the next one. This is about brand truth today. So let's dive into that specifically. What brings value to your customer? Now think about why it's unique. Why do your customers choose you instead of the competition? It's not just about what you feel. It's, you know, there's some empirical evidence out there that you are different, that you are special. So what is it? There's a couple categories I can help you think about. The list can be a little more exhaustive than this, but let's cover a couple of examples so that everyone has a feel of where what they can choose from. The first one that I think a lot of people think about is quality. You know, my brand is higher quality than everyone else's or it's, you know, top echelon. My problem with quality is that it's hard to define industry to industry how it's different than the other company that also claims quality. It used to be empirical, but now there's so many people in the sp- in each business that it sounds the same, especially to the consumers who hear it all the time. Uh, you know, we have the best this, the number one that starts to sound the same. So unless you've actually honed in on something that's ownable, that is validated, you really got to think about what that means. Uh, and maybe you can find it, but let's, you know, come up with a definition that will work for the customers too. You know, maybe you're sourcing better materials. Maybe you've won some awards. Maybe you've taken a special class, whatever it is, whatever that thing is, it's high quality. Let's figure out and find a way to to share that. So validate it. Don't just say you're high quality. Come up with examples that explain why. Uh, Another one that you can lean into uh, as a special differentiating point is that you are convenient. Maybe you're just more accessible. You are quicker. You're a quicker option. You're a uh, more local option. You are something that is easy for them to accomplish or you make it you break it down simple for them whatever the thing is you know convenience can be something that uh 
is important to a consumer because their time is valuable. So anything that saves them that time or makes something easy uh, is a big win for them. Service is another one. You've all seen it. You go to a store. If you're not treated right, you're going to talk about it. So being that place that conveniently delivers a better service, a better experience, typically wins out because it's, it's hard to be consistent in that space. So hopefully, you know, you're giving the customers the attention they deserve and you're doing it better than the other people. Or maybe uh, in terms of a history behind your business, maybe you just have more experience, especially if you're a service-based business. Maybe you have a longer resume, you've worked with more people over a longer period of time, or have done the exact thing that they're looking for for uh, more than anyone else has, or at least a long amount, enough of a long amount of time that you're not competing with people that are just starting out in the business. So experience can be uh, something to lean on to. Innovation. This is a tough one, especially if you're in a business that's been around a long time, but finding ways to either develop a product that's different or special or does something in a unique way could win. You know, maybe it's not that you're innovating the product itself. Maybe you're innovating the experience or the way you're communicating with customers or how you're delivering them added value in terms of content or education, whatever that might be. Think about it. There might be ways to innovate in your space beyond your actual physical product. Specialization can be something that you lean into that differentiates your business. Specialization being you focus on a particular niche and that niche gives you some credit. In other words, if you're an accountant, maybe you're an accountant for auto companies. And that means that you know the nuances of that company that, you know, more generalists don't. Or maybe you have a particular type of financial advising company and you specifically work with CMOs all the time. Whatever that thing is, you can then start to put out content behind it that says, this is what we do all the time. This is how we specialize Here's some articles about that particular niche and suddenly it really resonates people or you're giving testimonials of, of that exact specific thing. And they're like, that sounds like me. And that's what you really want is that connection of I need this thing. They've done this thing for this exact person. that's just like me. Suddenly you have an advantage. Personalization is, the, uh, is another one you can lean into. Try. Uh, maybe you're already doing it. This is where you have a skill or product that's built on an individual's need. I like this one, especially for a, a business that has a, a particular location or a specialization because you can cater your product to one person's need or a smaller group of people's needs, whereas a larger business that you're competing with has to water it down to serve the broader base. And that's a disadvantage for them, an advantage for you. So lean into that, figure out how you can develop particular skills or sets of products or even communication that works for that particular smaller niche and specialize in that and personalize it to, to that group. Now, this list may not be perfect. It's not exhaustive. There will be more on it. But the point is that you need to hone in and find out what sets you apart. That's how you get to your brand troop. My guess is that most of you have thought about it. It's, you know, this isn't new information, but what sets you apart you know, it still needs to be validated. Maybe you thought of an idea. This is what I think it is. But do you know that that is the thing or that thing isn't that that's enough? Maybe you have quality products, but so does everyone else in your space and quality isn't an unknowable trait yet. Uh, your products may be excellent, but in most businesses these days, quality means that you're innovating in the space, bringing new methods or new technology into your products. Otherwise, the customers don't see the difference. I guess my point is make it noticeable, the advantage, um, because if it's 
not, if it's just a hair better, it sounds the same as everyone else. Another example could be that you have a product that is sourced from a different place that no one else has access to. That's something you could, you could talk about or that you're the only one doing legitimate product testing or working closely with customers on product development. The closer you are to the customer, the more likely you are to win. And that is ownable. There are many angles to tap into for quality. These are just a few of them. But to own it, just having a product that's excellent isn't enough. That's, you know, we'll say that over and over again. You have to truly stand apart from the competition. If you have trouble figuring it out, a great tactic is to do an audit. Look at your competition. You can see how you compare to them on these factors specifically and then decide, where do I have my competitive advantage? Is it we all kind of, I thought it was quality, but we all kind of have the same thing there, but I'm actually the fastest one of the group. Maybe it's that. So look at you compared to them. It is rated on a scale, if you if you will. So if you have to look at their websites, look at their, visit their businesses, see how they do things, experience their service, go to their social pages, see what people are saying about them. Look at their reviews on Yelp or on their, on their social feed and what people are complaining about uh, or are giving them compliments about and do the same to yours and compare and see maybe there's something that all of you have missed that you can then innovate into your product maybe you can just start letting them know that that thing that they don't have you do have so there there's definitely some value in looking at who's around you who that competition is and then putting yourself on a spectrum to see where you fit and where you could you know have an ownable message doesn't mean you have to if you quality was your thing and everyone's doing it that you change your quality it just means you say we have this, but also what makes us different is this special thing that only we have, or at least it's different enough that customers are looking for it and will choose you given that hair advantage. And it doesn't have to stop there. This speaks to the rational, all these things speak to the rational side of your brain, right? But to really resonate with the customer, you need an emotional component of your truth as well. What do we mean by that? Well, ground yourself in what makes yourself your difference that we just spent all this time talking about. But then tap into what makes your business special, that emotional truth behind your mission and your purpose. Why did you get into this in the first place? What was the driving force? What is the, the thing that you wake up for every day that makes you want to do this job? What brings you joy when you're working with customers that really helps you stay motivated? You know, those things that drive you, the reasons you got into this business, the mission you've set for your company are the reasons that customers connect with you. It's that emotional piece. So really ground yourself in your truth to and your mission and the why of the, of the business. And you'll start to see that that truth starts to come up and resonate with the, the customers. Not just that you have a, a component that's better or quality that's better. It's that you have an emotional connection that makes sense for them that resonates. You have those two things, you're, you're along the right path. When you can answer those questions, you'll start to have attributes that your customers can relate to, which helps them feel a connection with the business. And the best part is the big companies that you're competing with, they're less connected to that truth. They, they probably have done the research to know like what makes them better, but they still have to cater to a big audience. So there's you, know, you tapping into why you're in this business, especially in your community or in your neighborhood. You have the advantage of being the person to person, developing a relationship one on one that yeah, you'll always have that leg up on because they don't have the manpower to get to all the people being at broad scale. 
you know, maybe they started with great service, but they sacrificed service for profits over time as they grew. Or maybe they used to innovate, but they stopped trying new things as they found a few winners that were most profitable and had to lean into those. Now, there's always little things that you could be doing to take advantage of being a little bit more nimble than the big guys. And as a smaller company, you can stay true to your mission and keep trying new things that provide value to your customer. Again, look back at the value exchange and see where you can deliver on that. I hope you enjoyed this. That's what we got for today, talking about how do you lean into your brand truth? How do you come up with those things that really make you different? I hope that has helped ground some of the, the theory, some of the thought process, and has given some insight. Please, obviously, this isn't, this isn't exhaustive, but if you have feedback or you want to contribute, I would love to hear from you. Also, if you found value in this post, we'd love for you to share, tell your friends, like it, put it out into the community. Your interaction really helps, and I thank you for your time. You've just taken your marketing knowledge to another level with this episode of Brands on Brands on Brands. But we have plenty more ways to not just help you build a business, but build a brand. Head over to brandandbrands.com for more resources, as well as access to our blogs, videos, and exclusive coaching sessions with your host. Be sure to visit brandandbrands.com.